The following Mark's Daily Apple article was written by Mark Sisson and is narrated by Tina Lehman. Primal Transition 101 Insider Kitchen Tips Your transition to primal eating doesn't have to entail reinventing the wheel at every meal, but it does likely mean shifting some of your routine in the kitchen. If you're used to processed food, Enjoy getting your hands a little messier. If you're used to takeout, capitalize on the chance to use your creative skills. Don't worry, you've got an abundance of recipes and cookbooks right at your fingertips. All primal cooks, beginner to old timers, can make life easier with a few key tactics. Here are 10 of them. 1. Cook large pieces of protein. I could also call this learn to love leftovers. If you're turning on your oven and cooking something, you might as well make a lot of it. Instead of cooking a pork chop or a chicken breast, cook a pork roast or a whole chicken. Large pieces of protein, such as roasts, chickens, salmon fillets, etc., can provide several different meals over the course of a week. Two, be fearless with the produce. Salads are great, keep eating them, but don't use the convenience of pre-washed salad greens as an excuse for neglecting the likes of Swiss chard, kale, mustard greens, collards, and other dark leafy greens. These greens provide a wide variety of vitamins and minerals, and they're easy to cook. They don't deserve to get passed up in the produce aisle or to die a slow death in the bottom of the vegetable crisper. Here's what you do. First, swish the leaves in cold water or rinse under running water. Shake the excess water off, but don't worry about drying the leaves. The moisture will help them cook faster. If the stems are thick and woody, tear the leaves off the stems into bite-sized pieces. The leaves can also be cut into thin ribbons, making the greens less chewy and easier to eat. Add raw greens to soups and stews in the last 10 minutes before serving. For greens as a side dish, heat a drizzle of oil or bacon fat in a skillet. Add garlic and saute one to two minutes. Add greens a handful at a time, letting each batch wilt slightly before adding more. Saute only about four minutes. For softer greens, saute four minutes, then add a half cup of stock and saute five minutes more. There you go. Three, roast, don't steam. Yes, steaming is an easy and healthy way to cook vegetables, but roasting will get you more flavor every time. Buy two rimmed baking sheets. The rims keep things from dripping or rolling off the sides, but are low enough to let air circulate, which means the outside of whatever you're roasting will brown nicely. Cover the baking sheets with parchment paper, which makes cleanup a snap. Cut veggies the same size so they cook evenly. Coat lightly with oil, salt, and pepper. Spread the veggies out evenly, don't crowd the pan. Roast at 400 degrees Fahrenheit for about 30 minutes, stirring once or twice. Cooking time might be longer or shorter depending on the vegetable. Look for lightly browned and crispy on the outside and insides that are easily pierced with a fork. Cook large batches and eat the roasted veggies all week as a side dish or on salads. 4. Cut down on cooking times. Do you want to magically cook great tasting food in a half or a third of the time that it usually takes to cook? Buy a pressure cooker. A popular user-friendly brand is Instant Pot which can quickly make stews, bone broth, curries, short ribs, and much, much more. These days, primal and paleo pressure cooker recipes are easy to find, so you'll have no shortage of recipes to try. 
Five, meet two pots that make your kitchen life easier. A cast iron skillet and a Dutch oven are worthy investments. Both will last forever. People pass these things on as heirlooms. They can be used to sear meat on the stovetop, then go directly into the oven. A cast iron skillet can be used for any type of vegetable or protein, even a whole chicken. A Dutch oven is a go-to for stoops, stews, braises, and roasts. 6. Never overcook your meat. You don't need a degree in culinary arts to cook a perfect steak. You just need an instant-read meat thermometer. This simple tool helps both beginner and expert cooks know exactly when meat is done. Buy one and use it regularly. 7. Expand your idea of breakfast. Many a person has been undone by the breakfast rut. Smoothies, eggs, and bacon are great, but you don't need to eat them every morning. Any and all leftovers in the refrigerator are fair game for breakfast. Sip a mug of hot soup or broth, grab a cold chicken drumstick on your way out the door, eat leftover salmon with a dash of hot sauce, or have a bowl of fresh berries and nuts. 8. Add umami in three easy ways. Think of the condiments fish sauce, soy sauce, and coconut aminos as secret ingredients that amp up flavor. Keep a bottle of each in your fridge and add a drizzle of one or more to soups, stews, chili, and tomato sauce. When you saute or stir-fry vegetables, add a dash in the last few minutes. Add a tablespoon to marinades for bigger, bolder flavor. 9. Use one simple trick for tastier, healthier, and more appealing food. Let's be honest, visual appeal matters, and so does the perception of freshness. Herbs are perfect for this. It's hard to think of a meal that won't improve with a sprinkle of fresh herbs. Chefs don't just sprinkle fresh herbs on dishes because the green color offers a visual pop. Herbs also make everything taste fresher and bolder, and they have some fascinating health benefits. Use kitchen shears to snip herbs over almost everything you serve. Parsley is the most versatile herb and keeps well in the refrigerator. Thyme, mint, cilantro, and basil are also versatile. 10. Note three ingredients no cook should do without. There are many types of healthy fats you can and should cook with. Avocado oil is hands down my favorite for cooking because of the high smoke point, and I happen to think it tastes great in salads, too. Two others I always keep on hand are high-quality butter or ghee and olive oil. Yes, good butter and olive oil are more expensive, but they can be used sparingly after a dish is finished. If your meal tastes a little blah, simply top it with a small pat of really good salted butter or drizzle of great olive oil. It can make all the difference. Thanks as always for listening today, everyone. Have a great day.